So guys, just before we enter into this beautiful prayer, um, in a way of preparing our hearts, we'll go ahead and just sing this song. And um, like I always sit up, stand up here and tell and ask of you to just dive in, open up, but most importantly, just uh, remember that we are present to the living God. We are present to this moment to be here with Jesus.
What, uh, what we're doing right now, if you've never been to Eucharistic Adoration before, or maybe you have, and you wonder a little bit, huh? you're a little foggy on the specifics, may seem strange. As Catholics, we believe that the Eucharist, what's in front of us as a consecrated host of the Eucharist, is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. That's church language that essentially says, we believe that the Eucharist a consecrated host, which is what we're looking at, is Jesus Christ fully present to us, just as present to us now as I am to you. Now, why do we believe that? This is one of the most ancient beliefs that the church has, that this Eucharist, this, this, this miraculous bread, is in fact Jesus Christ, not a representation or something symbolic that reminds us of it, but it is Jesus Christ. We believe that for a couple of reasons, and it's been confirmed through a couple of miracles. Jesus at the Last Supper holds up bread and, and wine, and blesses them and breaks them and says, this is my body and this is my blood. So we believe that as we celebrate that Eucharistic meal, which he commanded us to do, that when a priest who's been given the authority by a bishop, who's been given authority by a bishop before him, who was given authority by a bishop before him, who is all the way back to Jesus, given authority to do this thing, to invite the Holy Spirit to change the very substance of bread and wine into the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. That what we see is bread, but what the substance, what it is, the breadness in a sense, is gone and is replaced by Christ. That's not the only reason we believe it, though. The second reason is because in a great sermon called the Bread of Life Discourse in John chapter 6, Jesus looks at the crowd and he says something audacious. He says, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you won't have life within you. And they questioned how this could be. How can he say this to us? And what Jesus was referring to ultimately was the Eucharist which at the Last Supper he would 
hold up bread and wine and say, this is my body, this is my blood, take it and eat. Take it and drink. And the church has held this belief for a long time, since the very beginning. The earliest saints at the end of the first century all talked about the Eucharist as being Jesus' presence within the church. In Matthew 28, the very last words of the Gospel of Matthew are, I'm with you always until the end of the age. And here, the Eucharist is Jesus present with us. So when we look at this host, sometimes we'll reserve one of the consecrated hosts from Mass. After the priest asks the Holy Spirit to transfigure, we, we use the word transfigure, which means to change the substance, the very figure of the bread and, and the wine to Jesus Christ. We reserve some of that and Sometimes we put it in what we're looking at, which is called a monstrance. It comes from a Latin word that means to show. And we adore Jesus, and Jesus adores us. God's very presence is with us in this moment. Jesus is with us in this moment. The church has done this same kind of prayer for centuries, and we pray it tonight. Through this prayer, this Eucharistic adoration, the reality of what the Eucharist is has been confirmed through Eucharistic miracles different occasions in history, people at Mass or even observing the Blessed Sacrament have observed it changed. There are continuing Eucharistic miracles in our church today. In one such instance, the Eucharist actually became a piece of flesh. And that piece of flesh was submitted to scientific inquiry later on and found to have a specific blood type that matched the blood found on the Shroud of Turin, which is a cloth attributed to being the burial cloth of Christ. The heart tissue, uh, the tissue that was found in, that the Eucharist had been transformed from was heart tissue. It was tissue taken from a human heart. This is just one such miracle among many miracles where the bread that we see actually disappeared and we were presented with the reality of Christ's body. And so what we engage in tonight is a prayer that the church has engaged in for a long time that Jesus is present in our very midst. Sometimes it can be tough to fully grasp that, and it's a mystery. But there he is. And so as we pray tonight, I invite you that um, if you have a hat on still, just to remove it out of reverence of prayer and reverence for Christ. If you are, have anything on your heart you want to bring to our Lord to do that, any stirrings to, to present it to him, if you wish to move closer to the Blessed Sacrament to do that, and just to simply pray and offer our Lord the needs that you have. Because he is here. And we adore him as he adores us as his adopted sons and daughters.
Lord Jesus, speak to us. Speak to our hearts. Bring us to you. Lord Jesus, bring us deeper into a relationship with you. This might be our first time speaking to Jesus or gazing at Jesus. Ask him. Ask him what he desires of you. Whatever words, whatever feelings you have, bring it to him. He wants to know your desires, your hopes, your dreams. Write these down. Write these down or, or say it in your gaze. Or pick up a Bible. Pick up a Bible in the front and reflect on the mercy of our Lord. Jesus is here with us. He's calling us. As we continue our prayer time, as we have him in our presence, ask him what he desires of us. Lord Jesus, what do you want to say to us? Lord Jesus, what is hindering us from hearing your voice? How can we draw closer to you at this moment? We ask for your guidance. We ask for your love. We ask for your communion. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening.
just before we enter into this uh, this new song, uh, I want to simply share perhaps something that's really been tugging at my heart and um, probably give you a little uh, courage to just maybe step forward and just be comfortable in a place where we are allowed to just be present with our Father here before us. Um, you know, it's kind of hard for me to explain because it's actually my own personal story, but um, uh, not too long ago before c coming to this uh, conference, I had really been praying about how to really just kind of come forward and be expressive as I invite you guys as well to be expressive in your true selves. And um, something quite uh, hard and interesting happened to me not too long ago where um, my father uh, decided to kind of uh, check out, if that makes sense. But uh, I don't know what other way to put it, but um, I assume he's just going through a lot, and so, but he, uh, he kind of had to just make a, a sudden change in life, I guess, and um, kind of put myself and my family in a really interesting place. Um, you know, I was moving forward with career and life, and uh, when this kind of happened, uh, the whole dynamic of my foundation, my family completely changed, and so, uh, for a while, it took me time to just really find peace and uh, really understand what the purpose of life is with, I guess, out a family. If, that, that, if anything, that's what I assumed a family was or the perfect family would be. And, um, you know, I don't know if for some of those that are here that perhaps are in the same experience but, uh, or the same situation, but um, it's tough. <laughs> And it's been a roller coaster. This was this only just happened maybe about two years ago, and uh, it's still been something that I've been really trying to battle and just really find a place where everything can just be at rest. Um, it's kind of hard to f explain, but because again, like I'm still kind of going through this process, but it's been tough. And <clears throat> the only place I could ever find a slight sense of peace. I'm going to be honest. I mean, I'm not going to say, oh, when I come to uh, Mass or do all the great things that our faith offers, I completely forget about my problems and stresses. No, I mean, I'm still going through it, but the hardest part has been for me to just be real in front of my God but because I just don't know what's next sometimes or I'm just afraid of Him bringing on a new challenge. I don't know what it is, but um, I think if anything, I've also saying this, uh, but because it's been even my own personal battle this weekend here and just trying to find the place in myself to just let go, to be free without having so many constant thoughts going through our crazy brain that we all have. Um, but the, the best thing I think I can ever do or which I found to do was literally just try to speak aloud um, or just to pray aloud or pray in, in your own thoughts and prayers. But I mean, there's, like I said, it's 
it's hard sometimes to, to seek that peace, again, because of those crazy thoughts and crazy, just active thoughts that go through our brains. But uh, I've been really just trying to find how to just release from this, this craziness. But the more I find myself in that desperate call or maybe that shout of just uh, wanting to just let go and clear out, if, if you know what I'm saying. It's kind of hard to explain, but um, I channel into prayer, and I'll just say, like, I channel into, into this, into this moment that we are here right now, and being able to just be authentic and real and say, God, look it, my life is crazy. Um, my life is not what I want it to be, and it's okay for you to sometimes be selfish because we're learning. We're all on this journey learning together, and we're trying to figure out life um, we don't have the answers. We don't know everything. And that's why we come to these events. So this is why we are with our youth groups or our confirmation ministry. So we can learn more of our faith, learn more of life, learn more of this crazy journey that we have. Um, but so I don't know what else to say, but to just simply invite you to that authenticity invite you to just be real for a second. Um, this place that our Father is now here before us in this same exact place that we stand right here where you hear that God's going to come one day, but he is, he is here right now. He is here right now. Um, we hear these stories of a second coming, and we believe that he will be coming in his, in his form, sure. But the gift that we have to have him here in flesh the miraculous things that faith can do. If your faith can just channel into seeing that, yes, this is him, and you give that a chance, perhaps God is going to speak to you in a real, a real true way. Um, but it's if you give him that chance. And so in this moment, I want to invite you to just, again, be honest with yourself. If you feel that you need that extra intimacy or that just closeness to him, please feel free to come closer to the altar there. Do not be afraid. If you need to just be closer just to hear him, to have him speak to you. Don't wait for your friend next to you to do it. If you feel it's you that he's calling, just please come forward and just pray with him.
is better than wine It's better than love It's better than life Your joy is where my heart sings It's where I belong It's where I believe I need you
pleased with you. those of us who had the grace to go to the Sacrament of Reconciliation, with great joy at being forgiven, let us all together pray the act of contrition as one. My God, I am sorry for my sins with all my heart, in choosing to do wrong and failing to do good. I have sinned against you, whom I should love above all things. I firmly contend with your heart to do penance, to sin no more, and to avoid whatever leads me 
Christ wants nothing more than to pour out his blessings upon us in this benediction which, which we're about to give you. Receive the love of Christ. Receive his blessing into your heart. Jesus, who lives always in the present moment, who blesses you today. Jesus, who's been your friend since you were baptized, since your entire life he's been with you. Who's your best friend today and will be your friend when you're older and even in eternity. We thank you in advance, Lord, for this great grace of the sacrament of reconciliation, the sacrament of Holy Communion. And we thank you, Lord, for all the graces to come. You have given them bread from heaven and they will sweetness within it. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you gave us the Eucharist as the memorial of your suffering and death. May our worship of this sacrament of your body and blood help us to experience the salvation you won for us and the peace of the kingdom where you live with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Please repeat after me. Blessed be God. Blessed be God. Blessed be His holy name. Blessed be His holy name. Blessed be Jesus. Blessed be Jesus. True God and true man. True God
This is a holy time. 
I was back there and I was just basking in the fact that we'll never after this be in the same place with the same people, talking to the same priests, listening to the same music, or having the same thoughts and feelings after this. I saw you guys holding hands with each other, comforting each other. This was a holy time, a sacred time. Amen? Amen. So um, we were just singing, you know, He Makes All Things New. And a lot of us, most of us, went to confession. And whether you believe it or not, you are a new creation. Amen? And tonight's not over. We have more things to come. Um, we're going to have Martin lead us in another song, and we're going to have a break. But we encourage you and we invite you to share with one another what your experience was tonight, whether it was resting in the spirit, a.k.a. sleeping peacefully, or if you had a powerful or calm or peaceful experience, share it with one another. We had a taste of the communion of saints in heaven, and we can share this with one another. Some of you weren't able to work on my, the uh, Mercy Bible study, and so if you want to take it home, we, we have plenty of copies up here. You know, in your own leisure, and your own prayer uh, at home, please take a Mercy Bible study home. It'll prompt you, if you didn't go to reconciliation tonight, uh, to really look at God's mercy and say, okay, maybe God's mercy is bigger than my sin. So please take these Mercy Bible studies home and pray through them. Martin, one more song. Why don't you all stand? Yeah. You guys feeling okay? <clears throat> Maybe we can do a little dancing before we go, uh, we go back. You guys ready for this? God is good? All the time? Amen. Remember, just grab a partner real quick. Let's get into this. Here we go. Open wide from the depths, from the I will bring, I will bring a sacrifice with these hands lifted high, with these hands lifted high. Hear my song, hear my cry. I will bring, I will bring a sacrifice. I will bring a sacrifice.
sing this out. It will be my joy to say your will, your way, your will, your way. It will be my joy to say your will, your way. It will be my joy to say your will, your way, your way, always, always. It will be my joy to the shot. Lord, lay 